Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Danzel, a.k.a. Black Ice, joined by my co-host, starting with my guy up in the middle here, Mr. Goopmaster Flex himself. How you doing today, bro? Mm-hmm. Same goop, different day. You know how we do. <laughs> All right. Let me live. All right, I'm trying my best, guys. That is I'm trying my best. It's all good. It's all good. It's is a lifestyle. Really a switch up though. Is it? Let me shut up. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Uh, you know, you just got it. You got to let it be. You got to let it be. I had to steal Chris flow. I was gonna say, bro. I feel like you kind of, you know, what I'm saying. I, you know, oh, I'll let you rock. God. You know what I mean? I'll let you rock. Go ahead, bro. That's Go ahead, bro. Well, Chris, I mean. Now you gotta switch it up since he since he jacked your whole uh, I'm flow. just gonna go back to May 25th, bro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm just gonna go back to that. I haven't done it all year. I'm back to it. So you know, it's a way of life. Technically, so you kind of technically stole his flow first, then. Just... Yeah, I was I did. first, you know. I did. I stole the shit out of it. Sure did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. All right, all right. Well, we're we're back, guys. Um, we took a little week off again. Um, actually, which brings me to to a point we want to make here. Since scheduling is kind of getting a bit tough for us, um, you know, work, life, so on and so forth, uh, we're actually going to be changing the cadence of the show a little bit. So instead of doing a show every week, we're working on getting something out to you every month instead of a podcast every month. And um, for those of you who are listening to us uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and whatnot, you know, we had some issues getting the episodes up on there. They all should be up by now if you're listening to this. But we're going to work on um, throughout the week, maybe putting out some actual content, uh, short form content, you know, maybe a couple minutes long videos or whatnot here or there on the actual YouTube page. So if you're listening to us on those podcast services, make sure to check us out um, on YouTube, youtube.com slash at X pod. So make sure to check us out there. But um, but yeah, let's get right into it. You know, it wouldn't be a normal episode if we weren't going to start off with the buffer. So, Chris. We about to throw it to you, bro. Birdman hands, Birdman hands. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right. Pretty simple, y'all. What is the time period in which you thought gaming was most alive? Like you dedicated most of your time to it. You thought about it all the time. When for you was that period? Um, for me personally, um. Honestly, man, I gotta say when I was a, it, it's gonna sound funny, but it definitely was when I was like maybe like somewhere between nine and maybe 14. And it's weird to say because I had so much less than, you know what I'm saying? I had, I had to fucking grind my ass off to get one Game Boy mm-hmm. and my Game Boy got broke within a week of me getting it type shit. You know, I, it, it was, it was rough for me back then, you know what I mean? But like, I don't know, maybe I appreciated it more. Maybe, I, I don't know what it was, but, like, I remember them nice with my Game Boy. I didn't have a console. I didn't have any of that shit, but, like, dude, I played the shit out of that thing, dude. The the shit out of it. I cannot tell you how many batteries I went through, because this is back before, before y'all's time, when we had to pop out batteries and pop them Johns back in. You couldn't charge up your shit, you know what I'm saying? Bruv, oh my god, especially when the Game Boy Color came out, the the translucent purple one, dog, mm. dog, yo, I, 
I can't even tell you how much I played that shit. That shit went everywhere with me. Whenever I was bored, the way how people now, when they're like in airports and shit, they'll pull out their cell phone and Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Nah, 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 no. I pulled out the Game Boy Color. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> damn, yo, my red, damn, that red kind of dimming. Shit. Look at the back. You ain't got no more battery. You know, it, that's the problems that we had back then. Mm-hmm. But, man, I don't know what it time. was, man. Like, it was a simpler time, but I was so much more obsessed with stuff. You know, I was so much more willing to give up my time for it, even at nighttime. You know, I'd be that kid that's under the blanket still playing my shit when I wasn't supposed to be, but I'm sure most of us were. Um and maybe a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, you get older and, you know, your obligations and all that shit kind of change as you age and all that shit. But, like, man, man, I remember them being good times, man. I remember those being the times where we still had couch co-op and all that shit. And it really was a thing where, like, yo, I remember uh, my homeboy Kyle, man, back when the first Xbox first came out. Well, all of us was broke. Nobody had it. But Kyle got that motherfucker for Christmas one year. Right? <laughs> Kyle got one out of all the group. He got one. We was at this motherfucker house every day, bruv. Every day, dude. He had uh, Dead or Alive. Uh, I don't remember what number it was, but it was an earlier one because it was the first Xbox. And I remember, man, we would sit there for hours and just do a match, pass the controller. Pass the controller, pass the controller. Do a match, pass the controller. Try to unlock a character. Ah, uh, damn, I can't do this shit. Yo, give me that shit, man. Give me that. Let me well. see. All them times, man. Those are gone. Those are times that the new gen, you're just never going to have it like that. You know what I'm saying? That shit's, it's like a special time period. You know what I'm saying, man? I think it's also I, a product I, of what, just growing up, too. Like growing older. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, you know, you, like I said, you know, your obligations and all that shit change and like things that were important to you ain't so important to you, yada, yada. And it's not easy to just get together with the homies now and just everybody on a couch and doing the, that's yeah. it's not easy to do that. That's got too much you know? Yeah, man. So, like, I don't know. It was a time where we were more free and we were more able to just not worry about like bills and all that type of shit. And. You know, that was that was uh, that was a priority for me. You know, my, my Game Boy was mm-hmm. my priority for me. My old ass cannot be sitting here talking about no, my Game Boy is a priority. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't get away with that right now. Um, but man, it was with some times, man. When I tell you hours, you know how cats sit here and be like, yo, how many, what's your total hours you played at this game? It's, it's really kind of odd to think what's my total hours being at a, a friend's house when I was younger playing the playing a game that's a really good question i think i would love a lot of people to try to answer because i i can't tell you how how much i got the the, the few times i'm able to come over the crib and and play golden eye my golden eye um play time was so sporadic because i wasn't always able to get access to it yeah. but them times that i did bro i He's gotta get kicked hard. out the house damn yeah. near you know what i'm saying yeah. like yo, it's like All yo day. it's crazy how that worked man like uh Oh, good times. <laughs> good shit. Good <laughs> shit, man. Warren. Yeah, that, that's my answer, bro. That's my answer. Dead ass. That's a good one, dude. I feel like you kind of <sighs> reframed a little bit of my answer, too, but at least some stuff that I wanted to say. But um, but yeah, Manny, what about you, man? Yeah, I was saying for me, like I think my golden age of gaming was kind of like the 360 days with like Halo 3, Gears of War, you know, even like MW2, the original, not the trash one that we got a couple months ago. But um, yeah, like I just feel like 
And, you know, like you mentioned earlier, uh, Denzel, that, like, it probably is a product of just growing up. But, like, I remember coming home, you know, from a long day of school. I said, fuck homework. I'm getting on Xbox with the boys. We'll play games for hours and hours. You know, be up to, like, 2, 3 in the morning, go to bed. Wake up next day, go to school. We talk shit to each other at school or, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, we about to do this shit when we get back home. And, like... Those were the glory days, you know, like back when I guess we didn't have to worry about anything or, you know, at least me, because I know you guys are, you know, a little ahead of me. But what is it called? Yeah, you know, it's just it sucks because like nowadays I just get on. I'm just like, I don't feel like playing anything anymore. But, you know, I still do sometimes. But, uh, you know, like I just feel like things were so much simpler back then. That's what made it so much better, in my opinion. But. Yeah, 360. Glory days. Yeah, man. <clears throat> it's so it's weird like thinking about this because I'm I'm like trying to think about how I gamed in high school mm-hmm. and like how life was. Like, so so I'm gonna agree with you, Manny. For me personally, and even though I was obviously older than you at the time, like my golden era mm-hmm. of gaming definitely had to be 360 era. Like, even mm-hmm. I think mostly because that was the first system that I bought with my own money. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. working or anything like that, but, like, I got a little allowance. I was saving up for the entire summer, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> you know, like, my cousin took me to go get the... the. Actually, my cousin has a lot to do with why I'm, I'm such a big gamer nowadays. But, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, you know, went to go get my Xbox 360. I was playing Halo 2. Like, like I remember when the when 360 first came out, the, the biggest game that was out for it, for me, was Perfect Dark Zero. And that game was horrible. <laughs> that game mm-hmm. was horrible. But... Yes. But your boy was out here playing like Halo 2 backwards compatible. And then eventually when Gears of War dropped, I was on that heavy. And then like it really like hit like a, I wouldn't say a peak, but like it hit a different level when it was uh, the the fall of like Halo 3 and <laughs> the original Modern Warfare, the very first Call, Call of Duty 4. Bro, that shit was crazy. It like it changed the game entirely because I remember like me and all my boys who were like into Halo, we were playing the shit out of that. But then it was like, yo, but you heard about this Call of Duty thing? And it was like, bro, like the <clears throat> the dopamine hit of playing Call of Duty. And like every time you get the kills, like the, the plus 60, plus 60, da, 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 levels, level six, level 10, level 20, UAV, airstrike, this, this. Like it was like boom, 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 boom. It was just like constant shit just coming at your fucking face. Like, like it just over flooding your mm-hmm. eyeballs with like information and like that that dopamine hit constantly and yeah man call of duty 4 was like that was like a pivotal moment i think like for for i think for a lot of people and for um for multiplayer gaming in general like that shit hit like a different stratosphere as far as i'm concerned and just in general like the 360 era just had a lot of bangers like great indie games um like shadow complex is a game that always comes to mind like some of my favorite games ever i played on that system like bioshock bioshock Mm -hmm. infinite so on and so forth so yeah i mean and it's crazy to think about like like i it's like i i had the same experience like both of the experience that you both outlined i had right like i had the game boy color the same translucent (laughs) purple one too uh playing like pokemon on there like so like basically when i was a kid and like my my dad, for his job, he drove around a lot. So, like, summers, like, if I was just with my dad in the car, like, I'd be playing, you know, Pokemon 
like basically on the Game Boy or like my mom, she's a teacher. So she would sometimes have to go into the school and like do random stuff. Like I would just be there with, with my with my Game Boy, <laughs> whatever. Like it's it's crazy to think about how that was all set up because I think the time I played the least was probably high school because I had so much going on. Like I was like playing random sports and all this different stuff. But like when I was younger, younger, and then like when I when I got into college, it was just like those are like my two areas where I just gamed a lot. And it's literally like different spectrums of the two things that y'all said, which is wild to think about in like retrospect. But yeah, like I, I would say out of all those times, though, like definitely peak my golden era had to be that 360 era, man. It was mm-hmm. it was great. <clears throat> and Microsoft fucked it all up. <laughs> it was man they was hitting they was oh man they were like they were at a high everything they were doing was hitting they had like they were at the point where what like any anytime people thought about call of duty it was like they were thinking about xbox there was like all these different Mm -hmm. franchises that now are multi-platform and like people you know like and now obviously playstation kind of has the mind share but man there was a moment in time where they were just like they couldn't miss and they fucked it up with the xbox one Yep, dude, man. I remember like when you mentioned just getting your first 360 that you first paid for. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. There's something special about like earning it. When I was a mm-hmm. kid, it's like, oh, you know, you did good at school, so so we decided to get you this. Like that feeling, just booting up that console for the first time. I don't think I will ever get that feeling again. Like compared to now, like when you know, even with buying the Series X, you boot up the Series X, it's like oh, it's like the Xbox One, but but but. You know, there, I don't there know. Something special to that button press, I will agree with that. There is something to that. I don't know what it is. That first button press when you get oh, a new yeah, console, fr- I don't yeah, know what yeah, it is. Yeah, no, nah, can't can't beat it. Can't beat it. Yeah. It's like, whoo. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, facts, bro. Facts. Now we like and shit. Like it's not even <laughs> it's not even the same. They just want our money, but. Hey, it is, oh, oh man, don't don't even get me started on that whole pro shit. There's there's rumor going around that we're gonna get a, a PlayStation Five Pro next year. Mm-hmm. For what, bro? We ain't even. Don't need them, man. We just got our PS4s right now. Oh, not PS4. PS5 is available for everyone, basically. So yeah, cats couldn't even buy one until this year. Like, come on now, mm-hmm. stop that shit. <clears throat> and Yo, then I got. The, oh god. No, no, sorry, no. I was going to say, the, the even crazier part about it is, this This isn't like the point of our episode. We're going to get into that in a second. But but the thing that we, we really like, uh, the rumor around that PlayStation 5 Pro is that the it's supposed to have like 60 compute units or whatever. And like, so it, it should be capable of like playing like certain games with a higher um, resolution, like more easily, so on and so forth. Mind you, I think, I wish I knew, I want to say... And don't quote me on this. Like, this isn't official or anything like that. But I want to say the PlayStation 5 has, like, 40-something compute units. It's moving up to 60. The Xbox has 58. So, like, what what are we... Like, you're two compute units higher than the Series X. Like, granted, you're moving much further away from the Series S. But, like, I don't know. What's the... Why would I want to buy... Yeah, and then like just hold us old 8K shit. I don't know. Like, yeah, but the, I just, yeah. the 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 system that we have now are already capable of 8K. You know, like it's it's just a nobody has an 8K monitor or display say, or anything yeah. like that. B, you don't need like a whole new system to output 8K. It's really just you supposedly getting like a couple more 
frames per second out of certain games. Um, apparently, there's like going to be something called like an enhanced um, ray tracing. I don't know, man. It's if if it comes out and it's like six hundred dollars or something like that, like some crazy higher price than it than it already is. Yeah, I think what the fuck is that. the point? What the fuck is the point? Yeah. It's, uh, like yeah. I would get that because I don't have a PS5 yet, but people who already have one, there's no incentive to really. Yeah. Switch, you know what I'm saying? But even still, you think you would go get it for like six hundred, seven hundred dollars? And I if it it can't go past six for me. If it goes past six, then I'm yeah, that's not a that's not a good look. Because mm. the the pros don't really add up to that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I still but, feel like I still feel like at the end of the day, the the life cycle of the console is not gonna change too much, right? We're still gonna get a new system whenever we end up getting one. And um, mm-hmm. the rumors say that Xbox isn't going to build their own pro. But then again, they have that port in the back of their system where the um, where the the expansion card can go. And mm-hmm. I feel like they could get away with like adding some sort of two hundred dollar attachment, which I think is the way it should be. Like I, you remember back in the day with the the sixty four, you remember the little like expansion pack, literally the expansion pack mm-hmm. that uh, that used to go on the front of it. Like that that shit was great. That like completely changed the game because it was all these games that you couldn't play now unless you had the expansion pack. Like I remember um, the Donkey Kong Country, uh, the Perfect Dark game. Like there was a couple different games out there that you needed the expansion pack for in order to you know go ahead and play those games. Like they should just do something like that instead instead of building a whole new console and making a shell out another six hundred dollars. Like shit is ass. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? That's a perfect segue for the real thing that we want to talk about <laughs> today, which is just kind of the state of gaming as a whole. Um, there's been a couple videos, some thick pieces and whatnot, some articles that have come out that talked about, you know, where gaming is today um, and, you know, how some people think it's unfixable and it's fucked and it's this and it's that and so on and so forth. Um, just a lot of controversy from microtransactions to just general, you know, bad business practices. Um, you know, even some stuff that we were talking about earlier around like, you know, not having as many like original ideas. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to make a sequel to something or remake something or so on and so forth. We're not getting too many new IPs, you know, uh, really just going to get into the whole gamut of it. So, um, I don't know. Where, where, should, where should we start, guys? What do you, what do you guys? I mean, microtrans, microtransactions is kind of the easiest thing. So we should start with the beginning, though. Loot boxes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that's, definitely that's fucked us up, man. I remember when I first played Advanced Warfare, and you know that was like, I, I don't know if there was like anything before that. Advanced Warfare is like the first that I can recall because, like, you know, I'm a console guy. I'm sure there's like more like box heavy things or microtransaction heavy things on uh, PC for like some games but I remember yeah that game was like heavy paid it win because you had to buy these loot boxes to get these variants of weapons that were like kind of OP so pretty much just shelling out like $20 a check just to get this you know battle 21 royalty variant or whatever just to you know outgun everybody else or even just like getting skins and stuff like that so like I would say like you know loot boxes definitely kind of just fucked us in a way because then that led to other stuff like the item shop you know people got tied loot boxes and they're like okay why don't we just give it to you for a higher price and so on and so forth. I'm trying to I'm trying to think about it. When I can't think of too many like I know that they exist. So like I'm not disputing it or anything when I say mm-hmm. this. I literally just cannot remember the pay to win games from back in the day. Like 
like the, mm-hmm. one of the most prominent loot box situations I distinctly remember was um, uh, the Star Wars game. Yeah, that's how, EA. Yeah, yeah, how bad EA got slapped with that one. Like mm-hmm. that was that was probably the worst it got, and that's that was like at the height of people really being fed up with it to the point where they they literally revamped the entire game as a result of mm-hmm. it, right? Um, but I do remember loot boxes being everywhere. I remember being in Call of Duty. I mean, I, I think they're still at a smaller level than like other games, but they're just not tied to like money necessarily. But that concept of just rolling the dice to potentially get something good, I mean, you know, it ex- it exists at some level in other games, but I think it definitely had hit, like, a really weird place back in, like, what, 2015, 2014? Like, just yeah, really predatory. Time, yeah, like, super predatory practices, right? To the point where, like, cats were out here. I mean, that's it still goes on now, but, like, you know, yeah, little kids going out here, little Timmy out here stealing mom's credit card and, like, racking up thousands of dollars of transactions just to get loot boxes that you know never really amounted to anything and it's like bro like that's that's really shitty (laughs) and the thing's actually still like coming back with uh um counter-strike because i know like it's been like a little trend i've been seeing lately where people trying to open loot boxes now just to get that rare knife that costs a lot of money and it's like even that whole thing doesn't make sense it's like you know i I get the whole loot box aspect, but like now you're adding like, you know, actual value to these items, and it's like it's just gonna encourage a lot more people to just keep on buying more loot boxes just to try to get the rare stuff. Like I think the latest one I heard was um some guy I think won like a hundred thousand dollar knife or something like that on the loot box, and it's mm. like, you know, everybody I mean, seen that they're probably like, oh, I gotta get this hundred thousand dollar knife, right? You know? Yeah. So. See, now, I, now we, we get into like this weird territory where like like even though I hate it and I do feel like it's predatory it's really not that different than like going out and like buying a scratch ticket and buying like tons of scratch tickets like there's a of chance course. to win money you know what I mean so it's it's weird it's, it's weird but at how the same works, time so. like gambling shouldn't be like you know in the video games in a sense you know like there's children well, why not? There's children playing these games, especially. Well, I mean, Counter Strike is. I mean, I don't know what it's rated per se. Like, if it's like a T for Teen game, then it's like okay. Then you got like technically kids involved, but like, who knows what you know it's rated? But like, in the end, like, we got to think about the children. You know, the future of gaming. I'm gonna put it to you like this. I'm gonna put it to this. I I have an absolute problem when those types of microtransactions come into the pay to win side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as cosmetics go, like, I don't know. Is it really the developer's responsibility to be protecting kids in regards to, like, making sure that they don't buy something? Like, I don't You're know. Right. Look, at, look at Fortnite, right? Like, like what stops what stops the situation with Fortnite around, like, oh, my God, there's another new skin at the item shop. Oh, my God, they have Futurama in the item shop. Let me go, like, buy this, this, you know, like, buy all these V-Bucks and then boom, like, now I have all these skins. And, you know, like, there's nothing, like, these developers aren't, in essence, forcing anyone to buy these things. It's purely choice. And I think that a lot mm-hmm. of the time, there's a lot of, a lot of wasted energy by the community in getting upset with the developer. But the developer, at the end of the day, their job is to not only create a good game, but also <laughs> make themselves some money. And if people are buying those things... They're going to continue to make those things. I think there, I think there's a different problem when the quality of these microtransactions or the microtransactions in general start affecting the game. 
like mm-hmm. destiny i think is to. gonna end up being yeah. the perfect example and i won't chris i know you're gonna you know all about this so i'm not even gonna take your shot on this one so say what you want to say about destiny or whatever really go into um, it. yeah no that's what i was gonna get at man like i don't have an issue with microtransactions like on paper the idea that a dev wants to try to recoup some kind of money some kind of way from folks in other uh, avenues or whatever, like, I kind of expect that. Like, to me, when you talk about microtransactions, it's it's not much different than somebody who is a splurger and somebody who's a minimalist, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same shit. You know, the person who's a minimalist is the person who decides, you know, I could spend my money on all this other shit, but I'll save it or I'll use it on other things that I find more important, whatever, whatever. These are not bad concepts. The concept that I think that is horrible is when... And, you know, Destiny is a good example. When you are shining a light on your microtransactions and your cosmetic shop or whatever is where you put the most of your efforts all the time and the rest of the game and your core content, all that stuff suffers because of it. That is an issue because that goes beyond loot boxes. That's that's literally an allocation of resources issue. Feel me like that's that's what that is. I am never, ever going to be okay with a game or a developer saying to themselves, oh, well, we know this part of the game is suffering and people are really complaining about it, but let's make sure those cosmetics are still hitting every season. That's an issue. Mm -hmm. You can't do that to people. They don't like that shit. You know, especially when it's a situation where, again, in Destiny, like, for example, if a cosmetic comes out and it's brand new, 90% of them shits, you can... Let me not say it like that. That's not true. 75% of them still a high number you will never be able to earn through just playing the game like ever it's never going to be a possibility for you whereas that that's just not a good look man it's just it's just mm-hmm. not like yo there's got to be a way to do that stuff better where there's a, a much better balance with that stuff but uh, yeah you can't have your actual gameplay and on your actual updates to the game and all that stuff be affected to this degree you know when it's a situation where you need to fix a bug in the game right mm-hmm. a fucking bug and that's that's messing up pvp or messing up whatever in the game you can adjust a bug that that affects your cosmetic store like that lickety split another bug happens where you got motherfuckers getting melted in the crucible for fucking three months <laughs> By X, Y, and Z weapon. Like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, it, it breeds frustration in people because it's like, why is the eyes always on this? Mm-hmm. You know, I, and then you got a lot of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I would argue it probably is easier to fix whatever's going on in the store than it is to fix what's going on in Crucible. Doesn't change, does not change the fact that that thing in Crucible should still have gotten fixed like three months is just immediately. Yeah, immediately. immediately. There's been times the destiny shit has been broken for almost a year. Yeah. Like, like dead ass. Like that's crazy, you know? And it's just like, bro, y'all can't be doing that shit. You know, when y'all put situations where you got stuff that can enhance your, your, your gameplay experience or any of that kind of shit in any kind of like seasonal passes, like I'm never going to be here for that shit. I'm only here for season passes and, and, and microtransactions and shit that truly are just like cosmetic based that does nothing for your actual gameplay whatsoever. I don't like seeing shit like fucking, um, or no, I take that back. I don't mind microtransactions when they allow you to min-max and not a way that's going to give you an advantage. So remember back in 2K when you used to be able to buy a pair of sneakers and give you plus, plus two to your dunks Bro, or whatever? Yeah. Shit yeah. like that? I'm okay with that too. Yeah. That's okay. 
because that doesn't make me feel like it's game breaking or anything like that. Yeah. We all have access to the same thing and they don't cost that much. So it's not like a thing where I'm sitting there like, yo, I've been sitting here for four months trying to grind out this pair of kicks and I can't do it because, you know, Jimmy Rich parents down the street was able to buy the fucking kicks and, and I got to grind so hard. Yeah. Those kind of situations suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to feel like that. Yeah. You already got to grind hard enough to get fucking VC just to get your actual attributes I, up. I, I was going to say, that's, that's actually like, like I, I was struggling to think of like a real pay to win moment. 2K is very much pay to win. Like entirely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's been that way for fucking years, yeah, bro. Forever. Years, dog. Since the introduction of the park it. and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, day one, these cats will be 99 for when they buy it. Because mm-hmm. 2K allows that shit, man. Well, it's crazy. There's there's some like there are some things. It's still pay to win. I think it's like day one cats could be like what is it, 90? 85? Nah, I, th- I, th- I don't think it's 95. I think it's... No, I said 85. Oh, 85. Okay. 85. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like day one, they could be 85 to, to 90, and then you have to grind the rest of it out. And I don't know why, but that doesn't really bother me the same way it would bother me in like it, in other situations. But you're right. It is That is also, in essence, pay to win. But it feels different. It feels different because there's a, there's a pay to win up until a certain point, and then... You know, once once you get into like the the higher level stuff after that eighty five, then it's like, all right, you actually have to make your build right. You actually have to grind out shit. Like you have to, you know, play the game in essence. You can't just mm-hmm. roll up and just be a ninety nine overnight. Like any anybody who's a ninety nine, you know that they put in time and effort. So it doesn't feel that bad nowadays. But the other thing you were talking about with with microtransactions in general, and it's it's something that I always notice in these conversations that people never really talk about this game. And I don't know if it's because a lot of people who are actually having these conversations don't care about Fortnite or anything like that. But Fortnite, and I always, I'm always going to end up bringing it back to Fortnite when I talk about microtransactions because it is the perfect example of they hit you over the head with microtransactions 24-7 mm-hmm. around the skins. But they're completely optional. And they make the game fun in a way because, you know, yep. you look like your favorite character or whatever. But the mm-hmm. game never suffers for it. Nope. Never. Nope. At no point in time. You, you, you know that if there's a bug, that's just going to get fixed. You know that um, you know, you're, you're constantly getting new content. Like literally every week something is different happening in Fortnite. Every single week. They, they keep up with that. They, they have their, um, I'm assuming they have a separate team that handles the cosmetics and the item shop and whatever, what have you. They have a particular team that probably handles creative like the creative mode stuff. And then they probably have another core that focuses more on the, the, the elements of the game. And it doesn't help that they obviously also are in house making this engine too, but Fortnite, it like without fail, without fail, if something is wrong in the game, it will get fixed within a day or two. Like the game almost never suffers in that way. And it's like, it's, it's a, it's a crowning achievement as far as the industry goes. Right. Cause for all the things that we talk about <laughs> wrong with, with gaming, I mean, I'm sure Fortnite has its, its issues. If we really like want to sit down and pick it apart a little bit more, but Fortnite, you're always getting something new, like no matter what. And you don't have to spend money to have fun in that game. Regardless, it's free to play. It's truly free to play. You don't yep. need to spend money in any aspects. Um, and you know, realistically more games could benefit from that. And you think about another, another game that I, I um, I think about too that we've been playing a lot lately, Manny and you know the rest of us is Rainbow Six Siege. They have some weird predatory things that I want to get your take on in a second, but generally speaking, if something is wrong with that game, 
it gets fixed pretty like they they try to work to get it fixed as fast as they can there's some issues here and there but i um like there's this weird audio glitch that i know has been happening mm-hmm. but i've been seeing patches come out pretty consistently like okay it fixes this audio thing but something else then ends up breaking but at least i know that they're working towards trying to get it fixed they also keep a pretty constant stream of communication with the community as well um <clears throat> you know it's always going to get like new operators after x amount of uh months like every new season there's two new operators there's new maps there's always different things happening within the game as far as ch- you know things that change the meta um so like that there's like a lot of give and take in the game and i think that um because of that like people garner pretty good will towards it but there's still like a couple little little predatory things that personally i think can be overlooked I don't necessarily think that that big of a deal, but I'm curious what you guys mm-hmm. think about this one. So, so Manny, I don't know if you know about this, but so Thorn, the operator Thorn, she mm-hmm. recently got a 1.5 scope on her gun. Um, when she first came out, I don't think she had that 1.5 scope. She had like a traditional, like all, all the other regular sights on the gun. So Yeah, Defender stuff. Yeah, re- regular stuff the Defenders have. Recently, they gave her a 1.5 scope, but they also have now been pushing like premium um skins for mm. her in particular so like i think she has a wwe skin and some other new skin that just came out and it seemed to co- coincide with the 1.5 scope so it's like all right like it's kind of like yeah. let's, let's give people more reason to use her and then let's like sell some microtransactions beyond that and it's like that's kind of sneaky kind of smart but at the same time it's relatively harmless like it's it really isn't like you don't have to buy the the skin yeah. still at the yeah. end of the day yeah so. it was just like it depends on how bad this you know was I, i've been mia and siege for like oh i would say like a year before i started playing again mm-hmm. so like you know it could have been like all thorn really needed a whole new site for like you know x amount of months but then they decided to bring it out you know like let's say a year later with the two new skins, then that's kind of like a shitty, like practical business move. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that's just like, you know, they're constantly doing their things to kind of like work characters and constantly tweaking little things and stuff like that, then it's like, okay, uh, you know, you're doing your thing, like like we talked about before, and I, you know, and you know, it's okay, you know, whatever. You drop these two skins. It's all like you said, optional. I mean, me personally, I I only bought like one or two elite skins back when elite skins first dropped but ever since i mean you get alpha packs or well i forgot what that i think it's called alpha packs right yeah alpha okay. bravo packs yeah all types yeah of so like you get these alpha packs and you know what i like what they do is like you get this random spin you know every match you win you get a chance to get it so you know it's all completely optional but it gives you skins there too as well so i haven't really you know bought anything you know, they implemented the season pass, of course, a couple of years ago. I haven't really gotten much into the season pass because I don't play the game as much as I used to. But, you know, like if I get far enough, I probably would shell out the $10. But like I said, it don't bother me as long as you take care of your game. And you can't just have a game that's completely broken and dog shit and just promote all these skins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll give an example of Call of Duty. Call of Duty <laughs> is faster than, you know, Advertise, oh, we got Tim the Tapman and Nick Merckx, even though they took out Nick Merckx. I'm not going to get to that. This whole different subject. But then this game's in a dog shit state. You know what I mean? And then it's like, now they got, you know, the boy stuff. You got Homelander, Starlight, and... Um, Black Noir. Noir, there we go. And it's like, 
I mean, I I can't really say gameplay wise because I haven't touched the game in a while. But it's horrible. You know. Yeah, last I remember, it wasn't a shitty state, and, you know, you're just doing your best to push out these stuff, and you know what? You know, it's good to have collabs, but it's also, you know, it would be nice to have a collabs with a nice game that isn't completely, like, broken, and that's why we go back to Fortnite, where, like you said, you know, they recently had a Futurama collab, and that's great, you know, like, Fortnite not only just, like, updates the game to... You know, like fix some bugs and stuff like that. But like when they add stuff, they also add like these little like things. Like for example, the My Hero, they had the smash move or the Kamehameha with Dragon Ball Z or the Attack on Titan, the the grapple hook and stuff like that. So like, you know, they make it so that you can enjoy these things without buying anything. Mm-hmm. You can just play mm-hmm. the game, you know, find a loot, and you're good to go. And I will say it, for the comparison that you're making, though. Um, the the boys there is a way to enjoy the boys without having to buy anything, but it's just poorly implemented in my opinion. Yeah, like, I heard you, about that too. Yeah, with you the, can um, get temp V laser. and like you get superpowers in the game. It's just that Fortnite, you're allowed to do wacky shit because it's Fortnite, right? The the mm-hmm. niche of the game, it's not built to be realistic or anything like that. Call of Duty is a military shooter, boots on the ground. It's it's meant to be very realistic. You can't be having people shooting up temp V and then all of a sudden like being homeland or on the map like it just doesn't yeah. it doesn't work it just looks stupid and then on top of that the you know the gameplay personally i just think they made they're, they've been continuously making like really weird bad decisions like like this is a small one but i was just playing it today with uh with orlando and do you know that you can't go outside the circle like you can't go into the storm to use the um the buy station anymore so like let's say you have a mask or something like that you want to run back out and buy somebody you Why? can't do that anymore that's the point of these gas masks like in yeah. my opinion yeah. you get these gas masks and you're like stacking up because you know that's the feature that in warzone too like why would you stack up these gas masks if you can't even like make plays outside the circle i think they're just taking a step back ever since season one and them just listening to everybody bitch about certain things it's like they they took out the whole like you know upgraded backpack where you can't carry three weapons mm-hmm. which was great you know tactically now you got this whole third option but you can't they don't have that no more they took out what the three place the two place whatever I don't know I just feel like one they're listening to the wrong things in the community and two is like you know just like stick to what you initially had you know what your initial idea because in the end you know. Fixing things is going to create new problems that everybody else is going to hate. But in the end, yeah, they just care about pushing these new skins anyway. So but that's 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 actually a separate like thing that I want to pivot to real quick because I, I, I want to mm-hmm. start wrapping up. But that's another issue that I feel like pops up a lot in gaming is like they um, certain certain developers end up listening to the community, not even the community, the vocal minority of a community way too much and make really mm-hmm. bad changes and then have to like backtrack and I don't know like it's it's great that we have you know all this interconnectivity and like you know you can release a game in a certain state and then make certain changes to it and it'll be in a completely different state but there's sometimes just been really bad decisions made and like Call of mm-hmm. Duty is a perfect example Diablo just had a big misstep where they just nerfed a ton of shit across the board and then a week later on, and this is one thing I'll give them a lot of credit for. I'll say this up front. They seem to be having like a weekly like fireside chat where like the, the devs are like in front of people mm-hmm. talking actively. 
But like it was like a week after that change, they were like, we will never do a change like that ever again. It's like, why the fuck did you do it in the first place? Like, mm-hmm. like what what made you think like, oh, we have this problem. Let's just nerf everything across the board and then release a brand new season. Like, no, that's not the way to do things. You, like this, these games are designed to be power fantasies. You don't want to make people feel weaker. It just doesn't make any sense. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. yeah, like it's just another example of like. I don't think they were listening to community on this one. This was just a bad decision, but like there's other, you know, scenarios where they nerf a particular gun or do a particular mm-hmm. thing. And it's just cause people are complaining so much. 2k has got to be one of the most prominent examples I can think of uh, where it's like, it's like, um, the, this most recent 2k, right. They added in these, these like adrenaline boost things. So like once you do like a, like a specific dribble move, it takes away from your like adrenaline. It's different from your, your turbo meter. Um, and I think like it was preventing people from curry sliding like 24 seven, like bounce, 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 and then shoot to the, the basket or just dribble, 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 and then like drive by you. And it worked really well in my opinion in this 2k. And there's rumors that in the next 2K, they took they got rid of it entirely. And it's like, bro, like, did you did you learn nothing? And it's like, I already know all the content creators that were out there, dribble God, pull up, shoot, shooting threes and whatnot. Like they were complaining to, you know, Mike Wang and, and Ronnie 2K and whatnot. And like those are the voices that they're hearing, like those content creators. And they're not looking at the mm-hmm. broader range of like, hey, everybody plays this game. And you have to pay attention to not just the the dribble guys. You got to pay attention to to the bigs. You got to pay attention to this. You got to pay attention to that. And it's like you're only listening to the the vocal minority as opposed to what's actually good for the health of the game entirely. Like if you even if you piss off these these like content creators that are like upset about not being able to to curry slide left, right, center or whatever, they're still playing Mm -hmm. the game. They're still on your game. It's not like they're just going to like sell less you're not gonna sell less copies because i don't know uh agent zero says that you know he's mad he couldn't curry slide because he's still gonna be making content about 2k the entire time as long as you don't alienate them entirely and just break the game completely you can get away with you know pissing off some people in in small aspects but you ultimately have to do what's better for the entire community you know like i, I think a lot of people when they look at 2k like the people who aren't necessarily um you know, out there making like YouTube videos and on Twitch or whatnot, like they go to play a simulation basketball game and they feel like, you know, it doesn't feel like actual basketball anymore where like people just dribble, 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 breeze by you or like do crazy pull up jumpers and like you're defending them properly and they're still somehow greening them. Like that doesn't feel good to actual like basketball fan who's expecting, you know, to play basketball like you would normally play it like out on the court. So, uh Sorry, that was a that was definitely a big rant on 2K, but like, it's just another perfect example of like listening to the community too much and making stupid changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, even so, there was like a thing with Apex where there was like the the it had a golden shield, and the purpose of the golden shield was you get the ability to self revive, you know, when you get down, and you know it was there was nothing broken about it, you know, like the self revive took like a good ten seconds. There's a lot of animation, and it's you it's know pretty visible. Rare. It's also a rare yeah. thing to get that. <laughs> so and then I guess apparently, you know, a lot of content creators or, you know, pro players probably just like want to be Twitch streamers were just like complaining about it. And I'm just like, how could you complain about something that is so easily like, you know, like it's you really can't lose to a guy that's like self-rising unless you really suck. 
Yeah. Like, you're like just not paying it, attention to the fact that he's self-resing or you're like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> as a loud sound cue, it's very visible. You see the guy like, you know, dramatically trying to stand up and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, that's just like one of the things in the slide. You know, instead of complaining, you know, I'm gonna be like these Twitch, not Twitch, uh, you know, TikTok comments, you know, skill issue. <laughs> now you gotta bring it back to back in the day. Just sit there and say, get good and keep it pushing, bro. Facts. Get good. You know what I also hate though? I gotta throw this in there because you you guys mentioned the vocal minority and yada yada yada. How about this? The times where you get uh, um. Like an update list on everything that happened to patch notes or whatever, and you got a whole ass change in that bitch that literally nobody asked for. Mm-hmm. Like nobody asked for mm-hmm. that shit, and then y'all decided. I don't know what team y'all got together that thought that this was the move, but literally no. So again, I gotta go back to Destiny, right? <laughs> I gotta go back to it. In the last, I want to say six, seven, eight months, because you haven't played in a while, Denzel. They have implemented something called. Um, airborne effectiveness, right? Airborne effectiveness is a whole. You remember how you used to be able to kind of shoot with a shotty and still get a shot yeah. off in midair, and if you were good enough with a hand cannon, you could shoot from the air. I, I live. You have there. a whole other stat now for your ability to be able to shoot in the air, right? And every weapon, for the most part, starts off with like super low airborne effectiveness. So you can kind of min-max a little bit via different mods that kind of get your, your your numbers up in that regard. But the idea that unless you do that, you're completely just dog shit from the air now is crazy. Dude, I can't think of one person, not one Reddit post, because I, I be reading all this shit. I be seeing it. I've never seen anybody say, yo, that, 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 yo, you can't be shooting in the air, dog. Yo, nerf that. Like, I've never heard that. I think the closest I might have heard was when Hunters was using Stompies. Stompies mm-hmm. were a little crazy for a little bit, and you know they jumped through the ceiling. I, I will say that shit was wild. But you that's the only instance in which that was a thing. For y'all to go and do a blanket nerf in the entire game, so that way you pretty much keep most of your players on the ground now, it blew my mind because I'm like, Destiny is known as a movement shooter. Like Everybody who touches this game will tell you, I like the way it feels. I like the movement in the game. I love being able to slide and did. Yeah. And for a second there, they even nerfed slide shotgunning too, where like you had a penalty where if you slid into a shotgun engagement, your pellet spread was wider and your stability was it went down as you were sliding and shooting. They just reversed it, but it was like that for a year. See that or something like that makes more now. sense than the jumping thing because people used to complain about the shotgun stuff all the time, all the time. I, but like they already nerfed the ranges on the shotguns, they nerfed mad shit, and then y'all went and took the sliding away. So you literally had to like bump elbows with somebody for a little bit in order to get a, a one shot kill off on the yeah. dude. And it's like, dog, yeah, you want to give people SMGs that shoot like auto rifles? <laughs> like, dog, like what are y'all doing, yo? Like this shit, yo. Some of the SMGs hit ranges that auto rifles can't even hit. That's stupid. It's an SMG, bro. Like, you're not supposed to do that. Same thing in Call of Duty. We a while back with the uh the shoddy, I forgot what it's called, the 725 or whatever. Oh man, bro, that bro, that shit shouldn't have been doing that shit, dog. <laughs> like <The> super? <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That shit it was, was fun. fun as fuck. It was fun as hell, but it needed to go. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it was fun. But when you're on the receiving end of it, dog, you be wanting to throw your controller. Mm-hmm. You can't get shit off. Then you, I will you're say, cockroaching. You're doing all kind of crazy shit now. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I will, I, the whole Destiny thing is a little weird, but 
I do know that, and, and I'm not like in this community anymore necessarily, so I'm not entirely sure if they already had this conversation, but a lot of the time, <clears throat> you know, developers will make some of those changes based off of their own data and mm-hmm. looking at their data and just not uh, liking where the that. game is necessarily. So like um, Siege is big on that. They will straight up look at like, um, so like when you when you play Rainbow Six Siege, there's in ranked, there's like a banning phase and you can ban two operators, two defending operators and two attacking operators. And they will make decisions based off of who's getting banned, right? Either by like nerfing or buffing that character or creating some situation where that player doesn't get um, banned anymore. Or even maps. They, they notice certain maps get banned too much. They, they'll try to take them out of the rotation, rework them, and then put them back in. So I don't know if that's what's happened with Destiny. And they're just like, I don't want people in the air as much anymore. So we want to make it more of a ground and pound type of game. Doesn't make sense to me because the game has always been something different. But I think another really good example, and it's not necessarily like a traditional game, but it's a game that I've been playing a lot is Marvel Snap. They are very stringent about, hey, we see that when this card is played, it has a 60% win chance. So we're going to nerf this card because this card is problematic. Like they, when they make a change, they are very, very good at explaining why they're making said change. And they will like hit you with facts. And like, we don't want, we, we never envisioned this card to play out this way. We don't want it to be this way. Change. You know, so on and so forth. This card is not getting utilized enough. Change. You know, like, like there's, there's a lot of data that goes behind it. And I love when that type of stuff happens because there's real justification for it outside of just, oh, this person's upset about it. Like people are complaining about it a lot. This, that and the other. Like there was this other card called Galactus was the card in particular. People were fucking pissed about this card because it would basically blow up the entire board. Like there's there's three locations that people can play cards on. And if you dropped uh galactus on a location that had no cards on it the other two locations would blow up and all those cards would go away mm. and for the longest time people were like this sucks this sucks da, 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 da. i hate this I hate this and then the developers came out and they were like well actually this card only has a 30 percent win percentage um we're not changing it right now and like if it becomes a problem down the road because of other things then we'll change it and sure enough it did and they did go ahead and change it so like i love that like data-based like you know, uh, decision-making. Like, I just think that shit's great. You know, like, th- like those two games I feel like are very balanced. And if it's, if there's ever a moment where it's not balanced, they try very hard to get it fixed. And I feel yeah. like games like Des- destiny, you know, and call of duty and so on and so forth, they could benefit from looking more at that data and making changes accordingly. If you look at the patch notes half the time, they make it seem like that's what they base their information off of. And I mean, Maybe maybe they are. You know what I'm saying? I think the pain point for a lot of the folks that I, I read about uh, is that, again, your cosmetic store gets all the, the, the attention. Mm-hmm. Y'all have given us one new map in three years. Y'all actually took maps away from us, and you have yet to give them back. Um, so the rotation of maps when you play Crucible, like if you get back in there one day, you're going to see it feels like there's only like five, six maps in the game now. And there used to be way more than that. They took them away. You're still charging the same prices for these DLCs and all this stuff. And then you're focused on sliding. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dog, like, what? what is that? 
they could really <laughs> benefit. On. They could really benefit from just coming out and saying straight up, "Hey, we took uh, all our PvP resources and put it on Marathon." Yeah, and just letting I, letting that respect be. It more. Yeah, just letting that be because I feel like there's this illusion that they're like putting effort into PvP, or at least they're like giving you the lip service that they're putting effort on PvP. PvP but they're really not. And like, I'm not even. Yeah. All of these things are exactly why I'm not considering myself part of that community anymore <clears throat> i'm still like i still keep an eye on what's going on like i'm very interested in this new dlc that's coming purely because i want to mm-hmm. see what's going on with Cade. um and i will certainly be tuning into the destiny showcase that's about supposed to be happening next month Couple but, weeks, yeah. but man like i don't know i just don't like where that place that game is at but yeah, i will, be, I will be buying marathon day one i will be there <laughs> I will be there. Yeah, Marathon is a game that I think people are going to have to make some time on their schedule for. But it's going to be tough, like, playing that game, having fun, and then being like, what the fuck, though? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Where's my... These are where my boys went? God damn it, man. Shit. But at the same it's time, tough. it's it's hard to expect... Like I, like, I totally get it, man. Like, we want Destiny to be what it you know, what it was and all this other stuff. It's very hard to get creative people to stay on the same game for 10 plus years. That is a very difficult thing to do. Like creative people just want to create. They want to do something different, so on and so forth. Those people, they were like, we're done. Like, and on top of that, there's only so much, there's only so much flexibility you have in a game like destiny where it needs to be this one particular thing. And like, this is the universe that you've created and you can't do too many things to deviate away from it. Right. Like, for example, we talked about a battle Royale game in destiny, right? When you think about it, you have to do some loops in the story to get like a hundred guardians on a, on a map fighting. Right. Like, I don't know. There's, there's some stuff you could do with it, whatever, but like, it doesn't fit what destiny is. So mm-hmm. if there's people on the team that are like, yo, we want to do an extraction shooter, but like we want it to look like this, 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 and this. Let's say, let's say they wanted it to be more boots on the ground and it's not all this jumping and so on and so forth. It's like, well, we can't do that because Destiny, Destiny's all about jumping and like powers and this, that, and the other. So let's just go make a make a different game. You know, like it sucks. And I I, I like I'm totally here with you on that, Chris. And I'm here with like everybody else who's like upset with where Destiny is, but at the same time, like it's it's tough to get people to, to work on the same game for that m- amount of time like it's just it yeah. just is no, I, I get that people get burnt out and you know they want to challenge themselves in different ways and all that kind of stuff like i i, I definitely get it but I, I i the thing i give pushback on is that i think at this point we're just at the point where we're not even asking for a lot or at least it doesn't feel like we are we just give us a new map every yeah. six months you know, every six months, give us a new map. Fix broken shit a little quicker. Maybe put some of the Eververse shit that you have as a reward if you get a high kill game in Crucible or something like that. Mm. That would make motherfuckers feel better. That'd be nice. I think ultimately what, you know? would, what may not necessarily make y'all feel better, but would just kind of take the carrot away that's dangling in front of you is to just straight up say like, hey, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on oh, we're working man, on that's Destiny such a 3 in the coffin, or whatever it is. it's just like at some level you have to level well, people if they say that they're working on D3 then I'm perfectly fine with them completely abandoning D2 right now I, I would dead ass say that to you because mm-hmm. they did the same thing with D1 they let people know D2 was being worked on and they gave us a little bit of a loosey goosey ass last season whatever that's cool because I knew the big shit was coming later Yeah, you know what I mean so if you're telling me Dudes, all right, we're just giving up on D2 at this point. We're going to finally give in, create from the ground up a brand new thing. 
that that moves the story along and if they could figure out a way to get people's weapons to transfer over I'm okay with it. I have no issues with that. But they haven't said any of that shit. The, yeah. the cadence has always been, we're listening. Yeah. I think if, if there's any you word know, that like, it gets said, it has to be this showcase. If they don't say anything like that at the showcase, then I think they really got to come correct with what they're showing off. And I, I, I still feel deep within my heart that it is a complete engine change. I, I still feel that. Like I feel like mm-hmm. they're just like, we're not going to do Destiny 3 but this is literally Destiny 3. Like, and, yeah, and I think yeah. that's probably the best place for them to go with it because people are going to fucking be pissed if they have to, like, you know, get all these new guns and all this other stuff. But at any rate, it's turned into, like, a whole Destiny conversation. Yep, sorry, but, guys. Sorry. sorry. No, but I, but I do think that Destiny, like, is one of those things that can encapsulate, like, a lot of the problems that are going on in, in the gaming industry right now around yeah. microtransactions, around content, um, and so on and so forth. So... Yeah, uh, it definitely makes me depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, well, I, I don't more. think it's dying, though. That's the only thing I will end off with. I do not think gaming no, is gaming dying, per se. Yeah, I just think that it's... it's. We Remember when a couple months ago when I asked y'all, is this more of like a, a 0.5 console generation? Is it more of something? Because it still kind of feels like it's missing that, that uh, wave of momentum that a lot of the other past console generations have gotten. Mm-hmm. I think as soon as they finally push these things to their full potential and actually come out with consecutive bangers, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a good five, six, seven months of just, oh my God, can y'all stop with the bangers? Until we get something like that, I don't think um, some of this this kind of talk is going to die. Because um, we, we, I don't think we've gotten that since launch. I don't th- we've, we've gotten good games, but they're very spaced out between yeah. each other. Yeah. You know, and... Um, <clears throat> That's that's hurting the the generation for sure. I think Starfield um, can definitely change the, the narrative around the generation entirely. Um, I also I was thinking about this the other day because we've been playing more GTA, but GTA Six is another one of those things that just will completely obliterate that narrative. Because yeah. again, GTA has been you know out and about for ten years, and we're still playing it ten years later, which is insane. You know, multiple console generations, right? And it's had its little iterate, you know, little ups here and there, so on and so forth. But like. You know, or, or we were playing it yesterday with Orlando, and he's like, he's like, you think they're going to update the movement in GTA 6? I'm like, hell yeah, they better Absolutely. update the movement. <laughs> 10 years, hell yeah. <laughs> that, that's the 10-year game, my dude. It, they, they got to do that <laughs> at the least. <laughs> Shit. So, I'll, you know, like, you think about all the, the fresh new things that they would bring to the uh, to the industry. You know, even, even let alone thinking about if they took Red Dead Redemption 2's movement system and put that into the next GTA, it would already be leaps and bounds ahead. And, G- and yeah, Red Dead's yeah. like, that's an old game at this point. You know, it's aged, right? What What is it, five years now? Damn. Yeah, 2018. Wow. Damn. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like. Wow. <laughs> I love that game, man. Red Dead Redemption 2. Rockstar. That game is a massive. It's just one of those companies, man, that like, you I know, know we talk about all uh, these other companies. You know, even though, yeah, they, they had GTA Online for almost 10 years, like for GTA 5, like at least they like, you know, update and give us content and stuff like that. Granted, should be expensive nowadays and fucking, um, what's that word called? Inflation, be kicking my ass in GTA, but. 
<laughs> yeah, GTA inflation is something different. Bro, enough. like, yeah, <laughs> before, like, I remember you used to do missions and you'd be like, okay, 20 grand. Okay, we go. We can get this and that for 20 grand. Nowadays, 20 grand ain't shit. Bro, we just did Kyle <laughs> Perico today, right? And um, oh. I think we, I think we, we, we split, we split 2 million. I think it was like 2.2 million three ways, right? I got a little bit more because I was the one hosting the thing, whatever. I only ended up with like 800K out of that. And I'm looking around like, all right, like I want to try to do something different with like one of my businesses, something yada, yada, yada. Bro, it's like it's like $2 million alone just to do something in GTA. Like, man, yo, how you walk around with a million dollars and still be broke in a game? <laughs> broke sense, bro. <laughs> Dude, like a slap yo. in the face. That's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Wow. But yeah, I, I think uh, at, at the end of the day, like, like we were saying, I think GTA 6 can, can change the narrative about how we see this generation. And then, of course, Starfield, you know, we're, we're, we're still sitting there with bated breath on that one because everything mm-hmm. we saw so far, you know, it looks different. It looks, um, it looks nuanced and, and whatnot. It's funny, though, because this, this, this narrative that, that's been going on around, like, gaming being broken and whatnot, <clears throat> um, Linus Tech Tips had that, like, unfixable video and one of the guys in the in there specifically referenced like you know that bethesda games in particular like there needs to be more companies that are trying to make bethesda-esque games where it's just open world do whatever the hell it is that you want do everything that you want don't have to do the the quest don't have to do side quests don't have to do anything just go out and explore and obviously there's an air of that in gta um breath of the wild was a game that was mentioned as kind of a, a retort to that but like mm-hmm. those games are kind of like Elden Ring, so on and so forth. There's not enough of them, um, you know, to the point where like it's almost I don't know. Like there's so many of the open world games, but they're still so like like shittily done that you still have mm-hmm. to like you still have shittily. to do this mission. You still have to do this. Like I remember, uh, I feel like it was Saints Row. You couldn't you couldn't just go out into the world in Saints Row. You still had to do a certain set of missions, and then eventually you could go out and explore the world in Saints Row. Not that it was necessarily anything worth exploring, but mm-hmm. I was just yeah. That's another issue for gaming in general. But I guess. We've 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 probably gone over our time at this point, so this would probably be a good place to end it. But this is definitely a conversation that could come up again. Um, I think it it may have to come up again because there's still other things that we haven't even touched on as far as yeah. you know areas that need to be improved in gaming. So we'll leave it there for now. Um, you know, again for those of you who are listening and watching, thank you so much. If you're if you're on the YouTube channel, make sure to. Uh, you know, pop down in the comment section, you know, a pain point that you have in gaming, you know, whether it's microtransactions, it's, you know, some of these these stupid changes that get made through patches and whatnot. Just, you know, give us your take. Tell us what you think. Um, and of course, you guys can check us out on social media as well to, to talk a little bit more about that. We're obviously on uh, on Twitter, a.k.a. X, whatever the hell that rebrand is now. <laughs> at XPackPod. Um, also on Instagram at XPackPod. And then also check us out on TikTok. Uh, just search up Expansion Pack Podcast with an X. And uh, yeah, that's it for now, guys. Thank you for watching and listening. See you guys next next month. So, peace. Oh, yeah.